everybody, and welcome to Libromancy, a podcast about the magic of books. Today we're going to be talking about In a Holidays by Christina Lauren. So let's repeat the magic of books. Well, I wanted to say, everybody, I hope you're having a great time of year. This book is a little bit different than what we normally read here. This was just a quick, short book uh, set around Christmas time because it is Christmas time. And it was honestly a fun read, uh, very light on the fantasy side, but there is a little magical element. Let me tell you about the story. It's a story of a girl who is forced to relive the six days prior to Christmas because her Christmas just goes horribly wrong the whole time. And as she is getting ready to go home, she makes the wish to the universe, just show me what I need to do to be happy. Little did she know that she would be forced to relive a Groundhog Day-like experience where she has to repeat the last six days till Christmas until she gets it right. Um, It was a good story. It was enjoyable. It was fun. There was nothing overtly bad about it. You could really tell that she did her research. I really enjoyed that all of the characters really felt like real people. Uh, We're working with a small cast here, and it just showed that everybody had their own emotions and their own feelings, and, you know, they genuinely cared for each other. It was a a great story. So let's get into our spoilery section now. Just going to give a brief overview of what happens in the book, and then we're going to talk about some specifics that I, I liked, didn't like. You know how it goes. So the story starts with her, with the, our main character, Malin, waking up the day of Christmas. And she made a huge mistake. She made out with Theo the night before when she's in love with his brother, Andrew. So that's funny in and of itself. You know, it continues to go on from there to worse. The cabin that they've stayed at over Christmas for years, they can't keep it. They can't afford the upkeep on it, so they're going to sell it. And this is just really devastating for her. So she wishes on their way back to the airport, you know, hey, can I, universe, show me a sign? Tell me what, you know, show me how to be happy, which is a key word there. Show me how to be happy. And then she, their, their car gets hit by a Christmas tree truck and she wakes up on the plane flying back into Utah six days ago. The first couple repeats are pretty hilarious to read because she's freaking out and she doesn't understand where things are going or what's happening. And it's kind of, it was interesting. I noticed near the end that every time she stopped being happy or she got too sad, then it would, death would kind of come and then she would reset. So there's one time they're doing snowmen and then everything kind of devolves and it's not the tradition that she was expecting or what she was wanting and then she starts getting upset about it and then a tree branch falls and kills her and she resets. And obviously she doesn't know how many resets she has or why, but honestly, I think thought there would be more resets in the book than there were. There's only four, maybe five resets in the whole book. And while it worked, I I just went in expecting a a few more, uh, just more mistakes, more problems getting everything to line up. I wasn't mad that there weren't more, just I, I wanted more. I thought it would have been a lot funner with more. And so because this is a story about Christmas, And usually stories about Christmas are about learning your lesson and being with the one you really are supposed to be with. Every time she reset, she would keep trying to go to hook up with Andrew because she's been in love with him for so long. And I thought by the end of the book, she would realize that Theo was the one that was for her. But I think the book made it pretty clear, you know, once we start that 
that's not the direction it's going. I probably foolishly held out a little hope for it, but it turned out the way it was supposed to, and I, I did like the ending. So she is, you know, trying to find her happiness with Andrew, and they keep. She tries the first couple of days to just do the same traditions, to hold tight to the traditions that they've done their whole life, and she realizes that that's not working, and so she's getting frustrated. And so on one of her repeats, she decides, you know, I'm just gonna just do what I want. I'm gonna say what I want. You know, no repercussions, no regrets. And so she starts changing things, and then she sees that these changes are for the better. They're making her happier. Uh, specifically, you know, they always build snowmen and have a snowman making contest. And while she loved that, she changes it up a little bit this time because it's kind of gotten stale. You know, they just build the snowman because they've always built snowman. They always go sledding because they've always gone sledding. And I thought sledding, that was nice that she actually, you know, took the time to realize, hey, you don't actually even like sledding. You know, why do you guys even come? Why, I mean, just go sit down in the lodge, have some hot chocolate, relax, that kind of a thing. And that increases, you know, her, she sees all the good that she's doing. Um, like I said earlier, you know, at the end of this week, we know that the cabin is going to be sold. And I thought that the method for resolving the cabin being sold uh, it was a little different, kind of felt a little off to me or just kind of out of nowhere. I know they tell you, um, let's talk about another character. You got Benny first, just so you can understand. Benny is a great a family friend. He's basically part of the family. Kind of a weird guy, grows mushrooms in his closet. And that's just off. That was funny. But, you know, we learn on one of these repeats that he's yeah, exceptionally wealthy, that he invested in something really popular before it got really big. And he's made a ton of money. And so near the end of the week, they're talking, everybody's kind of prepped, they're like, hey, you know, probably not going to keep the cabin, and, you know, our main character, Malin's like, I've got a plan, I'm going to, you know, if you co-sign on a loan with me, you know, we'll work on it, I'll, we'll make sure it stays up to date, you know, keep it up. And he's like, actually, I'm just, you know, buying it straight out, and I'm just going to pay people to fix it, kind of, and I was like, that's, you know, makes sense, because he's got the money, and she had a good-ish reason for keeping it, you know, for him to do that. But I just, I felt like it was kind of out of nowhere. Um, other than that, the romance is pretty fine between Maylin and Andrew. You know, she talks to him. She confesses. You know, he had a crush on her as well. You know, I never thought it would be. Um, I don't know. I just really, I liked that the life was messy. You know, nothing was perfect, but everything was good. I, I felt that the, every, all the characters really felt real. And not like cookie cuttery and not like, oh, well, I guess I'll love you now. And nothing stopped them. Um, they have a huge fight when Maylin tells Andrew that she's been, you know, repeating days. And he doesn't believe her at first, of course, because that is a pretty ridiculous claim. But then, you know, she predicts a couple things and it comes true. And he, you know, realizes that and he gets offended. Like, hey, I'm just the prize for you to win after completing, after figuring out this thing. Like, this is not fair to me. And so they have a fight and she just kind of thinks like, hey, this is the end. Like, I guess I don't get to be with him ever. And, you know, later on, it's like another chapter. He's like, no, that was not me breaking up with you or forcibly ending everything that we've, you know, shared this past couple, this past week. This is just a fight that we have and we're going to get over this and we're going to get through this. Um, and so I like that ending. 
And then it shows us the next year in the epilogue of the last chapter, just them moving forward. They're still together. They're still deeply in love. They still like making out in closets, even though they get found out every time they get in a closet to make out, which was kind of funny in the book. Every time they would start, you know, kissing and such, they would be found by somebody no matter where they were. Uh, That was super funny. Uh, Another great part I liked is that one of the first second or the second time she repeats, she's able to convince somebody, one of her family members that she is repeating the same day over and over again, because she had him tell her something personal that he would never tell her otherwise. And she repeated it back to him. And now he knows. Um, But one of the first questions he asks is like, why didn't you, you know, with your knowledge, like prevent your dad from chipping his tooth on the cookie that you knew would happen or, you know, prevent this other accident from happening. And she's like, well, you know, nobody believes me. I didn't know what was going on. And he's like, that's no excuse. Like, just do it. And then, you know, she starts doing that and that, you know, starts pushing her on the path of like, everything doesn't have to be the same. And so that was really, that was really funny. I really did like the theme of change that while traditions are good, traditions are only as good as we, you know, allow them to be, we can continuously change our traditions. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, she shows a lot of personal growth in a a believable way. So uh, a little bit of a shorter episode for you guys today, but I hope you had a Merry Christmas, had a Happy Holidays. Thanks for listening, everybody. And if you have any questions, comments, you can email me at libromancypod at gmail.com. You know, please leave a review or like wherever you can. And remember to repeat the magic of books. Mm -hmm.